हमें वनस्पति गुड मॉर्निंग लास्ट वीक वी कवर द दास इन द ऑर्डर ऑफ द स्पिरस व्हिच इज इन जनरल पार्ट ऑफ दिस एंटायर सीरीज वेयर वी बिगन एडेंस ऑफ द फ्लैट सिम्सम एंड वी मूविंग डाउन थ्रू सेदिश टॉसलस सिम्सम एंड द शिमो एंड काव आक अकुदिम नकुदिम तयु tikunatilis sphiris and then in the specific sphiris the now middle of the s sphiris the ten sphiris the khakhma bina and das kasar i should say first kasar khakhma bina we did das so in that order you all know what comes next would be uh a khasad but i think before we go to khasad let's dedicate uh, at least one share here to general structures of mechan and midas because besides the fact that each sphere has its own particular personality khakhma bina das as we discussed and same thing with the khasad burit the feras netzachedi said malchus there's also what's called the parts of which we discussed as well there's the whole parts of called mechan say mechan is all khabad is mechan midas includes everything from khasad through malchus You break it down to Zohar Malchus. So even though, as I said, every specific sphere has warrants and deserves its own discussion, and we'll do that, I wanted to first talk about the general concept of midas, and um, especially in context of meichen, meichen and midas, which is really in our language Chabad and Chagas Nehim, which is an acronym Rosh Hashanah for Chesed Gurit the First Netzachay Yisrael Malchus. Mechen and Midas, and make a distinction. This is critical in the whole discussion. Remember, the purpose of the Sfiras is not because the Eibush to need Sfiras, or because it uh, re- demonstrates the Eibush to Shleimus. It's because he wanted us to have relationship with him, and the Sfiras is begin the Shtamudin Bay. In order for us to understand him, in order that he should be understood and known, and the same thing, he wants us to have a Hargosha. To feel elikus, that would not be possible. I'll be seichel and I'll be the structure of existence as the Eibush to created it. If there was no concept of sfiras, essentially, Eibush to even though he's higher than meichin and higher than midas, lav iu midas iu klal, lav inun midas iu klal, he's higher than all these structures. Yet, the keichei habligvul and keichei agvul, the Eibush has the power to also manifest elikus in. Structure, the structure, namely here, as the spheres, as we discussed at length, as the spheres agnuses, all the way through all the levels of spheres till they become manifest in atzilus, eris and kelim, a structure. So now that the ibis is so-called manifest in mechin, and amidus, so we have now something to hold on to because we were created b'tselam elikim, in the image of elikim. We know there's no tselam, so again, the tselam is referring to how elikus is mislabish. In the spheres, Al Tereba really, basically says this in the first Hagah in Pedig Beis and Tanya, where he talks about um, well the Hagah in Pedig Beis and Tanya, where he talks about who Amade who Yedeya the Rambam and the Kabukabalim who disagree because Eibush is higher than Das the Maral namely, and yet according to the Tera Sarizal Kisferizal Kabbalah Sarizal Yitzivah Milsa 
it's correct. In Atzilus, the Eibushter does become united and nesachet, with his own meichen and midas. Hence, hu madu yedeya, etc. So now, we were created in that Salam Elikim, says in Pasuk Pafetish and Bereshis, and the Loshon of the Altareb and Pere Gimel, that nishtal mehen, that the keiches ha-nefesh, the faculties of our soul, Anastasia from what? From the ten spheres in Atsilus. So there you have a meeting place. We our Mechin can connect to the Abraham's Mechin. Simply put, when you learn Teda, call a Kedavashana Kedavashana Kenegde. So there's a relationship in Mechin. Same thing in, in Midas. We have a Hafta Sasham Alakechel. And then there's the Abraham has Hafti Eschem, Amar Hashem. There's a love that goes both ways. The whole concept of a relationship. So, where's the relationship with? It's with the spheres. The spheres. Now, again, now we discussed, obviously, a love of Leila so we don't daven to the spheres. And they're not Mitzayim, like uh, there's only one Ebeshter. But there's the Ebeshter as he manifests in ways that we can relate to. Just like we say, Shem Kael is in Chesed, and Shem Alekim is in Gvura. So, it's all one Ebeshter. But he manifests in different lefimaisi and inikr, in his different behavior or in different uh, types of modes of appearance. Okay, so that's just a, a summary of something we discussed more at length earlier. But I just wanted to state it because I'm talking about mechen emidus. So mechen emidus is essentially the meeting place. When you use your chesed and your gvura and your midus towards inyanim that are apitel shem shemayim. And especially toward the Ebishter directly, you essentially are connecting your Midas, the Nishtal Shlomahem, to where the Midas originate from, which is the Midas of Atzilus. So what needs to be understood when we talk about Mechel and Midas, with the human being, it's much easier to understand because that's how we're structured. Our conscious faculties consist of two categories. Cognitive categories, what we conceive and understand with our minds, everybody can relate to because we do this all the time and the second half is what we feel our, our, our experiences and as Dalta Rebbe says in Pedic Tess and Tanya it's pretty straight, straightforward I mean it's not difficult to understand because again all you have to do is look at your own personality so he says in Tanya Pedic Tess he says that what we took about Mishkan of the Nefesh Alekises in the Mayach that the, Mishkin, the divine soul resides in the mind and the, and, and the right side of the heart, and the, and the Nefesh Abamis resides in the Midas. What's the difference? So just two words, explain it all. Meichen. Meichen is reflective, which means it's objective. Good Meichen, healthy Meichen, is objective in the sense it looks at something and evaluates it without any Negeus and Pneus. That's the way Meichen should work. Midas is the exact opposite. Midas is what's called impulsive, completely based on subjective interest. I like something, I don't like it. In Meichin, you're not supposed to speak about I like or don't like it. You're supposed to look at the subject matter, just like a dayan, a judge, or someone doing research. You don't come to any conclusions, and right now you just want to know the MS of the Indian. That's pure Meichin. So obviously, never shall kiss, which is looking for the MS of Elikus. So it, 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 what, what, what dominates there is Meichin. The Nefesh Elikis is not going to follow its whims or its particular impulses. Even though Nefesh Elikis also has Midas, has Avavir, Hashem, and so on. 
the Nefesh is the exact opposite. The Nefesh is like you see a behemoth. You're hungry, you eat. You're thirsty, you drink. And unless you have some Moyach Shalta'alev, as the Altareb explains later in Tanya, you have a full-blown Mechama, like he explains in Perik Tess, in Tanya, between Nefesh and Nefesh because the Moyach Alev don't uh, communicate necessarily aligned. The Midas wants what it wants, completely subjective, its impulses, and the Mechin is looking for the Emes, more objective. So later we're going to learn Perikid Beis, that Moyach Shalta'alev, Tanya, and Moyach is natural, that just like Yusuneir Menacheshech, that if a person allows himself and he contemplates, the Mayach can control the impulses of the heart. When I say control, like he says there, like the Benini Machshavadi Bramais, we're not talking about changing the Midas necessarily, but definitely taming them or controlling them, directing them. So Mechan Amidas is, is pretty much that. Kamuvan, uh, I gave a very short summary. There's a lot more about Mechan Amidas. But that's essentially two forces within us. And all you have to do is look, you don't have to even look in the mirror. Every second of our lives, we have a, a, a conflict between both of them. Should you sleep a little longer and take care of your own needs, or should you go and do something to help another person? There's almost any act that you're doing is either going to be self-interest, which is midas, or it's going to be your mechan is going to say, no, it's not the right thing. Every time someone says, your Yitzhahara comes to you, it's either going to be you're going to just follow whatever your midas tell you, which is your impulses, an impulsive behavior without thinking much. You may regret it afterwards, but that's the power of the Midas. They, they take hold of us, like he explains in Patek Tess, just like the blood from the heart rushes to the mind. The same thing, the Midas of the heart, the impulses of the heart, can also control the mind. It's called Sheikhid Ya'avr Enechachamim. We see it all the time, that even smart people, when they have a taiva, or they have something that the Midas are interested in, the Gansamechim can go out the window, or even worse, you convince yourself that the Mechin, that this is the right thing to do. That's the power of Midas. That's Sheikh Yavin Chacham means that you think that you're still uh, objective. That's the power, that you convince yourself and you justify your position, even though it's rooted in Negeas, which is why the first most important thing in anything is to know you're Negei Bedavar. And Adam Reya, Adam Reya, Chutz Negei Atzmei. Avis Atzmei, Adam Karavetzel Atzmei, we were all created that way. It's not bad that a person's cultivates Latzme. But it's bad when you, when, you, when you think that you're objective. And no one is objective in that sense. If you have a Negiyah, if it's something about the, that, that's why in Halacha, if you're t- dealing with a brother, a sister, a parent, a relative, it doesn't matter what kind of Balmechin you are. Even Moshe Rabbeinu has to recuse himself and disqualify himself from testifying about his brother. Because that's the nature of a person. You, you have a certain Negiyah to your family members and definitely to yourself. So that's the nature of Midas. So how do we get out of that? First of all, just knowing that. person acknowledges with Bittal that I have Negeas is already means that you're an honest person. That's the first. And the second, we have a Moyach also. If we didn't have Moyachin, we talk, it would be like a behemoth in the wild. Like if we don't prosecute, for example, lions or other predators that go kill uh, their prey. Why don't we bring them to court and say they killed an animal, an innocent animal? Because that's their nature. They, they don't even have control over it. When an animal's hungry, it's going to eat. You can't ask an animal, for example, to fast in Yom Kippur, or even on a shorter times. It's just a hepechateva. A human being, even though you're hungry, you can be asked to control yourself. You can move in the tater will never ask something that's not shayag b'mitziyas. You can't eat, you can't live without eating 
once in every, every uh, seven days or drinking three days. So the Taylor can't ask something that's Hepechateva. But, but the Teva Odom is we have Merchalotalalev. And the question is whether we exercise it or not. So that's somewhat of a take on the basic two major faculties within us. And the Meichel and Midas break down, as I said before, Chabad is already the details of the Meichel. And the Midas break down to Chagas and Nehim, which is again the details. I'm talking now the general parts of, the general structure of these two. Now, that part is relatively easier because we just have to look at ourselves. But how about Meichel and Midas Lamayla? How could you say such a thing by the Ebeshter? Midas and the Odom, you could say, is in the Tias, to Elam Hazar, or to Dvarim Butarim, Dvarim Asurim, whatever. But where does he have an Indian of impulses by the Ebeshter? The Ebeshter has no impulses. He has Chesed, yes, kindness. Gvura, the Din, or, uh, or the discipline, or discretion, whatever. Tzimtzum. Teferis is Rachamim, Midas Harachamim. But this concept of Midas, especially as explained in Tanya, can even it's not shaykh to say lemaila. So when we talk about mechel midas, the fundamental, where's their common denominator here? So it's actually the fascinating Hagah from the Tzemach Tzedek in Derech Mitzvah Secha. Sefer Mitzvah is the official name. Derech Mitzvah Secha is the name that was the, the publisher gave it, Nechovsky. So in the Mitzvah of Mechias Amalek, in Derech Mitzvah Secha, Sefer Mitzvah, where he, the Tzemach Tzedek, as you know, it's one of the first volumes that many of us learn in Chassidus, in Yeshiva. Mitzvah Savis Yisrael, Mitzvah Tzitzis, or the other ones, the Minyam that we learn. So Mechiz HaMolek, the Tzemach Tzedek, talks about that, and there's Hagah, where he mamish asks this question. Elecheire, how do you explain Moichin Emidus Lamaila? And the concept of Moich Shalat HaLev. The Ebesh doesn't need Moich Shalat HaLev. The Midas of, of Atzilas are Elekus, just as the Moichin is Elekus. So to understand that's midas, that it's midas rather than meichin. Okay, a chesed is a midah, but how do you explain the whole personality of midas? Lamayla. So Mosadik actually asked this question, he's, and he writes, he writes, the uh, something like that is the Lushan. The Indian, he explains it. That's the only place I ever saw it. Uh, maybe brought other places in Chesedis, I'm not seeing it, but there he definitely addresses it. Just as an aside, that was written by the Tzemach Tzedek, when he was very young, the Chayv of the Alter Rebbe, they say in his 20s. And you could see it from the Ksav Yad, when you look at the manuscript, you could see it's a younger uh, so-called uh, handwriting than later. And there's a famous story where the, where the, the Rebbe's and the Chayim uh, of the Alter showed this Ksavim to the Alter Rebbe, and the Samach was very upset, had a real Kpeda. It's a whole parsha. The Alter Rebbe had to intervene and make Shalom bias. But she showed it to the Alter Rebbe, and the Tzemach of course, Mitzad is Anivas, he didn't want to show it to his grandfather. Okay, that's a separate passion, just as Agav. So I'm only mentioning it because that's why in Derek Mitzach you'll find uh, in Yonim that you don't find another Maimorim. It was sort of, I mean, Kav you could say, the Tzemach Tzedek was just developing these ideas as a younger man, so he speaks very openly certain things that later Maimorim, more formal Maimorim, don't like, for example, this point. You're not going to find a mimer such a question. Meiz siba. You know, it's more like a sicha. It's a little more informal. So what does Tzemach Tzedek explain? How do you explain Meichin and Midas Lamayla? So he says, there's two levels in Elokus. And so this gives such a take on Meichin and Midas that I'm not sure why it's not emphasized more. 
He says the two levels of elikus is elikus lefiyarech elamis that relates to the world, now, you know, what we usually call mamalakalam, and then there's elikus that's higher than elamis, sometimes called sevav kalam. Here he doesn't use that expression because we're talking both meichel and midas is both keiches pnimim and eres pnimim, so we're not talking about makif and pnimi. But basically, the difference he says is meichin is a lakus that shaykh more la'atzmei. Now, I'm, I'm just adding explanation. Like you see, when a person's learning, they can't be busy with a relationship with someone, even if it's someone they love. You're learning, you have to concentrate on the learning. So meichin is bechla la'atzmei. That's the Lashon Echsidus. Midas is the exact opposite. Midas is a relationship with a zulas. You can't have a midah without another. That we all say in the Maimur, the Bar Mitzvah Maimur. That's why Avram was mitzayer and had pain when he couldn't find someone to give chesed to, because you can't do chesed with yourself. So even though you have the mida, mida by definition means a relationship, love to someone, a gvura, yira to something or someone. So basically, mechin and midas is two levels in elokus. He explains, and he gives an example from other Maimorim, the in emes, emes and chesed. So we know there's the Medrash that says where the Ebishta asked Emes, Emes, should he create the world? And Emes answered, no, because Elam is Molish Karim. So Emes looks at the world, this world is Alma the Shikra. It's a lying, a deceptive world, people lie. And even those that don't actually lie potentially can any time, this world is a lying world. So why would Emes agree to create it? Of course, Emes says, no. Look, look, create an Elam Emes, don't create an Elam of Shekhar. Okay, then the Ebishter asks Chesed. And Chesed says, yeah, because the Elam is also, Elam Chesed Yibana, the Elam is also filled with Chesed. People will do kindness. So Chesed, of course, wants a world where there'll be Chesed. So the Medrash continues, the Ebishter took Emes, he threw it down on the ground, and uh, basically rejected the argument of Emes, and created the world. And it says, the, it says, but it says, emes me'eretz titzmach. That's why it says, emes me'eretz titzmach. Because the emes is buried in the world. But it's buried. And ultimately, titzmach, it will grow, it will emerge. When there'll be enough chesed, then the people will come also to an emes. So this is essentially the medrash. So chesedis in different places, and also it's a very, uh, you say this, the concept. Even in, uh, I can tell you, even in marriage counseling or in other issues where there's conflict management, where when two people disagree or have a conflict, whether, as I said, marriage or it could be business partners or friends or family members, whatever. So you ask them the question, you're looking for the emes or you're looking for chesed? If you're looking what's emes, you may be right and the other person may be wrong. Or they may be right and you may be wrong. Or you both partially may be right and wrong. So you're looking for emes, you're probably not going to com- resolve the conflict because you want the emes and that's it. If you're looking for chesed, for kindness, for love, then sometimes you have to overlook the emes. This doesn't mean you live a life of sheker. Friedrich Rebbe once said to the Rebbe Tzachayim Mushke, she told it to my father, that's why I know it, from a, it was an, we, no one knew it before. Friedrich Rebbe once said to the Rebbe Tzachayim Mushke, when she was a little girl, she, went, she was going to play with one of her friends. And she always, and she told, she told my father this in Tov Shalom at Zion, because he was preparing then a uh, bylog, a supplement for uh, 50 years of Yud Beis Tammuz. I'll just I'll just tell you, Chavusa de Milsa. So Yud Beis Tammuz pays Zayin, Lamed Zayin, fifty years. So my the, my father asked the Rebbe whether he can. The Rebbe has anything new to add that we don't know from the story of Yud Beis Tammuz. The Rebbe was of course there. 
So he could add it with big shmak in the newspaper, something new, some chiddush. So the Rebbe told my father, he should go talk to the people that were there first. And he, and he mentioned the Rebbe Tzun, and he mentioned the Chanegarai, and he mentioned the Rashag, and I think maybe, uh, maybe another person or two, and see what they have to say, and then come back, and maybe then have something to add. That's what the Rebbe suggested. So my father went to the Rebbe Tzun, and the Rebbe Tzun did share a bunch of things. Among all the things that she was talking, this was not so much negated based on, but it was part of the conversation. She said when she was, that in general, her grandfather, the Rebbe Rashab, was a far more, uh, which is usually the case, you know, grandfather is usually kinder, and the father is more disciplined. Discipline. So always when they wanted something like a matone, the Rebbe Rashab was always bringing them gifts, the grandchildren, which is the three daughters of the Fidik Rebbe. And uh, now father is not the, the opposite, but he was always much more di- disciplinary. Anyway, one day she said she wanted to go out to play with her friends. And her father, the physical Rebbe, was sitting in the front room. And she had to go out through that room. And she knew that, you know, her father, she just had this, like, I don't know, at pachad, there was this respect, this, uh, respect for him. She didn't want to just, uh, so she tried to sneak out. Like, you know, he shouldn't see her. And, uh, but he did see her. And he called her over, sat her down. I think she sat on his knee. And the Fidika Rebbe said, where are you going? So she didn't feel comfortable to say she's going to play. So she said she's going to meet friends or something. So the Fidika Rebbe told her, in Yiddish she said, uh, I think Musia or Mushka, I'm not sure what the, how, she, how he called her. He said, G'denk Alamo. The emes dafminished Alamo zog. Aba Hasheke tamukem lishzog. The truth you don't have to always say. But Hasheke you're never supposed to say. Just an interesting take. In other words, we're not looking as we show him someone should lie. Even though there's a maimah chazal, mepnei hasholem, muter l'shanes, sometimes it says muter l'shaker, the Rebbe has no sikh on it. But that's, I don't want to go into that, it's another discussion. Like you talk about Aaron, how he made sholem. I want to go back to what I was saying about chesed and emes. So if you're looking for chesed, if you're looking to emes, then the Ebeshtu wouldn't create this world. There's too many shkarim. You know, the Ebeshtu looks at the world with that type of judgment, with that very sharp eye, you know, there's a world full of shekhet. Geshem Ben Pahara said when they asked him before he passed away, what does he look forward to? He says, ain't tug, but said, nish lie. That one day he won't lie. In other words, it's a lying world. Again, it doesn't mean everybody's lying all the time, but it's a world that, echad bepeh, echad belev, let's put it this way, it doesn't, it's not difficult for us. You know, the type of duplicity. So from the, but from the perspective of chesed, the Ebesh is chesed, of course he'll create a world. Because chesed overlooks certain things. And is the key to any relationship. I was saying about how to resolve conflicts. You're looking for chesed. Not looking for sheker. Someone will say, my whole life is built on a sheker. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're going to go pure emes, you want your 100% emes. Remember, you're also not perfect. If you want emes, then point the microscope on yourself as well. And you'll see you also have things that could die to be overlooked. So if you start looking at everything with that, with that uh, lens... It's not usually things will fall apart. So the Tzemach Tzedek, go back to the mitzvah's Mechir Samolik, the Haggah I mentioned. So he says that Elokus that's higher than Mechim is, is Emes. He looks for the truth. Again, I'm elaborating. He doesn't say all this Barichis, but the Nekudah he says, that's what, me, that's what Mechim is. You learn, let's say, Halacha. L'dasas ha-maisa she-yasen ve'ela she-letasen. You open up a Gemara. Or a shulchan aruch, and you're looking for the emes. You're not looking for what's good for you, your interest. You're looking what does the teda emes have to say. That's what meichin is supposed to do: clarity of the emes of an inyan. 
Midas, on the other hand, is about chesed. Midas is not about looking for the emiss of that. That's what Moichim does. Midas is looking what is the right thing in this relationship. And to create a world, you need chesed. And the other Midas says that some tzedek, that, the, that the Indian of Moich Shalat Alalev, the idea of what well, we talked before, that Midas and Adam is Natiyas, impulses. So Kimu and the Ebrister doesn't have impulses. They does, does something impulsively, like uh, we would do a, a taiva or a yetzahara wants you to do something, you just do it. That doesn't exist for my, obviously. But the idea that a lakus is bitsimsum, and it's focusing more on the makablim and the relationship, and therefore it's not looking at pure emes lamite, but looking what's right from the point of view of chesed and gvura, teferes and midas, that is shaykh lemaila. Because two levels in elokus. So moyach shalata alav, he says, is the amshach of mechen and midas, the amshach of elokus that's higher than the worlds into elokus that's within the worlds. That ultimately you want a chibur of emes and chesed. Obviously the chathchila, like just like with children, you, you, and young children, newborn children, you're not going to just say, let's do the emes. The emes is you should go to sleep. The child shouldn't cry. But that's not, any normal parent is going to insist on that. Chesed is what drives you. The child needs something. Even if it doesn't make sense to you, you have to deal with it. Because the child is kule midas. You can't start reasoning with a newborn or even a one-year-old or a two-year-old. Hey, you know, don't be hungry. You could ask that of an adult. You can't ask that of a child. So chesed dominates. But ultimately, hamshach is mechen and midas, just as it is with us. As the child grows, comes a godl, then you can expect mayach shalatal left. So lamayla is the Amshach of Elokus of Emes, that's higher than Elimus, so to speak, Mechin, and to me this Elokus within existence. Now this alone is, uh, you say this, the understanding, because what it really means that the Mechin and Midas, to go back to the Sphiris, is really just two ways that Ebrus is interacting with us. I mentioned before that the whole union of the Sphiris and Atzilus Bechlal is a Mamutza, an interface between Elokus and Elimus. As I said, a lukus is higher than existence. Elamis is made of a structure. Comes atzilus, and it has both. On one hand, it's an elam with sphiris, which is demitas, an odem adama, and, and second, adama le'elian. Atzilus is a dogma of elukus. Elukus as a manifest in sphiris. Just as when we discussed about atzilus, where is it in the posuk? In Pasha Baaleischa, which we're going to read after Shavuos. So where's that? that's the mokav where it says that Moshe said, Ba'ainli basar when the Eden wanted the flesh, the meat, and the Ebrister then said to him, okay, so take the, 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 the skenim, and vayetzal min aruach, the Ebrister, vayetzal, that's the first time the Lushan is used, vayetzalti min aruach, I will take, emanate or impart from your ruach, why didn't the Ebrister just establish the skenim, let them uh, deal with the meat, because everything has to come from Meisha, Meisha is the mashpia, Meisha is the raya neman, and Meisha is the mamutza, the mutza mechaber, so even the Basa has to come. But in order for Basa to come from our Ish Ruchni, like Moshe, Ish Alekim, so you have Atsilis. The Atsilis is the Ruach of Moshe going into the, the Skenim. And they become so-called... So in this example, Moshe would be more like a Dugma for Lakus, or Ish Alekim, if you wish. And the Skenim would be a Dugma for Atsilis. So they are carrying that Ruach. And from that... We derive the whole concept of Atsilas and Kabbalah and Chsidis from those Psukim, which is essentially the same meaning. It's like a Mamutza. So, in the Mamutza itself, like any good Mamutza, you have to have something that relates more to the Mashpia, and you have to have something that relates more to the Makabal. 
like a translator, someone that knows Hebrew and English to translate between two people who can't speak both languages. He has to know Hebrew, he has to know English, and he has to be able to then carry over what the Hebrew speaker is saying to the English speaker, or whatever language it may be. So Atzillus speaks both languages, language of Elikus, because it's, it's Chachma of Elikus, it's Chesed of Elikus, but also speaks the language of Bnei Adam, we understand the word Chachma, and Chachma is Nishtal Shalim Bria, and Yitzira, and Asiya, then we have a Chachma, even a Chachma Gashmis, or a Chesed Gashmi. All of that is the language of us. So Atzillus speaks both languages. In Atzillus Gufa, just like Eidus and Kalim Bechlolis, Eidus are more Me'ena Moed and represent the Lakusha Bezeh. Kalim is more the structure and the identity of Chachma Binadas, etc. So in the Cholus Atzillus, it's the difference between Moichen and Midas. That Moichen is more Elokus La'atzmei, like I said before, La'atzmei, which is more Elokus that's higher than existence. And Elim Chesed Yibana, to create the world, it begins, is the, is the world of Midas, because Midas is the relationship. So even though in Moichen you're ready, also the Ebrister also wants a world. And to say Moichen is completely disconnected, it's not completely disconnected. We're not talking about Chesed, or levels that are higher than Atzillus. In Atzillus and Gufa, Lefiyerech, Meichen is more Laatzmei, and Midas is more Lefiyerech HaElemis, that's why it's a relationship, and that's the understanding of Meichen and Midas in, in Atzillus. I was going to add one more thing, and that is, um, so in that context, when you think of it that way, you're, it, it, of course it makes much more Gishmaka and much more understandable when we talk about a relationship even in a human level. Look, we are human beings, we have meichen and midis. A person who's just a cop, mensch, just a masculine, just a person with seichel. Like the Rebbe, Friedrich Rebbe says in one sicha, that the difference between a masculine and the Eved is the masculine gate of from cop, and the Eved gate with the fist. You know, masculine, everything is the head. It's like when you say people are playing mind games or they live in their head. So it can move and you can't have relationships in your head. On the other hand, if a person is just midis and doesn't have meichen, then they don't have direction. So the truth is, a healthy relationship, any type, is, a, is really, Midas is the relationship, but it's guided by Mech. So it's not just Hefker. Or you just follow your whims. So you want a Midas that are guided by Mech. And it's really also critical, especially when you're talking about people, I mean, I'm making it more, a little more um, applying, this applied, applying it to our lives, that very often many problems that you find Besides that, it's looking for emes instead of chesed, is also this, this balance. You always need to have meichen in any area because you need clarity and you need objectivity. But if you have meichen and you don't have midas, you don't have a relationship. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who hide behind their minds, whatever reason, insecure, fearful, and they, they don't let themselves be vulnerable and allow themselves to go into the world of midas. To use the language of Chassidus that I just was saying from Derch Mitzvah and other places, the Eibushter didn't just remain detached and said, "I want a world of Pisechel." He wanted a world where he's going to engage with this world, the the people with us. Ashut of Lakodesh Baruch Hu b'Maisa Bereishis. Atkedekach, as the Rebbe explained many times, and it's also from Chazal, that Golu Le'Edem Shchinei Ma'am and Nechi Ima and Nechi Betzara. Imagine that the Eberster is saying, even though Lakus is completely higher than Golas and higher than, uh, than all the Halamas Vestadim, and yet the Eberster is Mislabish himself, Shkinta Begalusa, 
That's the ultimate relationship. Because you could say, well, of course, you know what? The Idm was sent to Gauls, the Ibushta remains uh, the Maila from Gauls. Even at Rashbi, we say he was higher than the Khurb. And yet, you find one Mamachazal after another with the Ibushta. No, there's a part of a Lakus that goes into Gauls within. Like I said, even like Kaleni Bereshi, Kaleni Bizreya, that when a person is hurting below, it says the Ebrista is hurting. So fine, we need to explain it, what it means when you can't apply these Gashmizdika terms on a Lukus can move it. It's called anthropomorphism, in case you're looking for the word. You can't apply that. But you also can't apply Eine Hashem and Ozne Hashem and still the Teda Dibre Belashem and Yadam. So it's like a marshal, like I said, a We need a language that we can relate to. But the bottom line is, there are many places uh, that, like Maglin Rabbi Imei, that when a student is sent to Ir Miklet, so the Rabbi goes with him. Why is the Rabbi Shuldik? Why is he responsible? He didn't do the crime because that Arav is connected to his Talmud. And if a Talmud's in Golos, Arav is in Golos. Moshe Rabbeinu ends up in the Midbar, even though he didn't do the things that the other Eden did, Chet Egal and Chet etc. So there's that concept of Elokus connecting with us, even in the, and that's only in the world of Midas. If you only go Moichin, Moichin remains removed. It's just like anyone says, listen, I wasn't involved in this, let me remove myself. But that doesn't happen when Asher Karahu, when it's negated to you. So Kavyochel, even in Elokus, the Midas of Atzillus is that it's negated to the Eberster because his relationship is one with the Eden. And as I said before, we don't just say, we also say, The Ebishta loves us. He doesn't just, um, cre- he didn't just create us. He loves us. There's a love. And love means that there's commitment. And when there's commitment, there's a relationship. So bottom line is, the Mechen Midas of Atzillus, of course, are the purest form. Because there it's Kuli Elikus. But it definitely talks about Midas as a relationship. So all the, sphere, all the Midas, Protis, meaning Chesed, Buddha, Teferes, all follow this concept. So this is somewhat of an overview of understanding Meichen and Midas. Uh, you'll see in Chassidus is elaborate elaboration on this whole thing of Hamshachas, Meichen and Midas. So I want to say a few more things about this that I frankly always found confusing uh, earlier on until I got some more clarity. Uh, so I'm assuming others are also a little confused by it. And you see time and again in Chassidus. Uh, I think a few of you even asked me this question over the year. On one hand, as I just explained, if you look, in the, you look at yourself, Midas are something we are born with. Look, as a matter of fact, Midas is, reveal, is more revealed, is revealed earlier, I should say, in children than Meichen is. Children, newborn children are completely impulsive. You can't expect any Meichen. To say there's no Meich, of course there's a Meich. But the Meichen, as Chassidus puts it, is completely in the gather of Mutfa. You know, Mutfa Murgish Musko. I'll explain a bit more in a moment. Meaning it's completely natural uh, midas. Child is hungry, they wish to make, the child will cry. It's not seichel. Uh, of course, even that also goes to seichel, because the seichel is the, ultimately the central nervous system. So even midas tivim are also dr- driven by the, the mind. But it's not an intellectual process. You can't say the child feels hunger, and it makes a decision, I gotta have my parents' attention, so I start crying. No, it's all reflexive, it's all automatic. And that's healthy. 
Because how else would a child communicate if it didn't have that feeling? If a child didn't feel hungry, how is it supposed to exactly tell uh, a parent that I'm hungry? So that's the way it is. Midas tivim legami. As the child grows, so I, I mentioned the three stages that Chassidus brings, mutve murgish muskel, it moves from completely behavioral, meaning reflexive midas, to, to murgish, where the midas are already felt by the child. Like you talk to a two-year-old, a three-year-old, so Pichsidis, uh, different places, explained the Marichis in Chele Gimel and Ayin Beis, but it's also in Tovshin Gimel and in other places in Chassidus, very fascinating discussion on the psychological development of a child, which of course also explains the different halachas, that were, how we are mechanach children. So there comes a stage, more or less, when a child begins to speak, that they move from mutva to murgish. What is murgish? Murgish is already a feeling the child can convey. It may be a very immature feeling, the child will say, I like rice, I like this. Certain children start having preferences, things they like and they don't like. It may not be brilliant preferences, meaning it's not based on some type of deep philosophical machshavet, but there's already uh, a midah that's not purely reflexive. You know, reflexive is when, when someone, someone, you're, you're, some, something pinches your finger, you automatically reflexively react. A midah that's more deliberate is already called the gather of murgish. But still, there are stages in this smurgish, still childish, it's still a child, and then develops all the way to the level of muskel, which generally begins right before Bar Mitzvah, for a, mat, for a mat boy, 13, and for a girl, 12. Obviously not on the day, it's a process. And then after Bar Mitzvah itself, Moichen continues to grow. What's muskel? Muskel is that, that you can expect now from this person that their seichel should control their midas. But everything I've said right now is all about midas tivim, natural midas. But then there's a whole sugi chsidis that actually probably even more, I can't say more, but definitely an abundant amount of my modem that talk about midas and meildim mina seichel. Seichel meildis hamidis. So when you learn it again and again, you start asking yourself, one second, is midas, you're born with them? Or do they come from Seichel? From when you see about Seichel, Meil des Hamidis, the Duke and Perik, uh, Gimel and Tanya, it's all about Heilor des Hamidis. Persons misbeinen with Chachmose and Binose in the Gadus of Elikus, of, of, of Mamalaklam and Sevaklam and Kule Kamekalachasha. And that's Meilid, Ava Vira. And when you have Das, as we quoted last, last class from Tanya, there's Iskasus, and therefore you have the Heilor des Hamidis. And the midas are kayomis, they're, they're lasting and sustainable, etc. So what about, so what midas are these? Are they do different sets of midas? So that's usually how we understand it, but you start reading it, it's see so much focus on the midas that are born from Seichel, and you start wondering, what about all the midas that are natural to us? And are they the same thing? Because we're not talking about guiding the midas. If we're talking about guiding the midas, so you could say, yeah, a midas is, like I said, impulsive, you're hungry, you're thirsty, or uh, you want something. So the Ebishter says in the Torah, this is muta, this is asr, you can't just take anything you want. And you mayach shalat al-alev, and it controls, it guides, it directs the midas. It suppresses them, it, it dis- disciplines them. That makes sense. But what do we mean by mayach moyle desamidas? means that the midah wouldn't be there if the mayach didn't give birth to it. I don't know if you ever encountered this question, but it's a pretty obvious one when you read it. Now, it's not a, I'm not asking some big kasha that has no tether, it's kamuvan, 
We're talking about two different levels of Midas, but still, it's never really spelled out. Is it the same Midas? Is it not the Midas? And um, so, so there is a, uh, in Ayan Beis, if I recall correctly, somewhere in the Prokim Nun, or between Nun and Samach, I think, um, the Rebbe Rashab says something interesting. For example, the natural love that a parent has to a child. Avativis, avatzmis of av leben. You hear about that all the time. Avativi, avatzmis. It's not subject to seichel. It's 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 like biological. Your child is a part of you. You'll always love that child. The fact that some parents have problems loving their children is another story because they're unhealthy. But it's not the natural thing. The natural thing a parent loves a child. And even when the child may behave in a way that's not the, according to the parent's liking, you can't take away ava atzmis. So simply and purely biological. It's like it's like a piece of you. It's like saying I don't love myself anymore. It's not shaykh for a normal person. So um, I understand if anybody has a psychological issue. What about me that I don't like myself? I often hear that question. That's another discussion. Even people who say they don't like themselves, they're still part of them. They like. It's just that they have low self-esteem. It shouldn't be confused. So, so, so that Ava Atzmis, that Alta Rebbe Rashab says, he says it's not Midas. It's called Rotzen. That's what he says. He says in Befeirish. It's called Rotzen. Because it's not a Midas Ha'odom that comes from Seichel. It's coming from the wiring. It doesn't use that word. It's coming from the way we are at some wire. Just like your eyes are brown or blue. That's not up to Seichel. It's not a... a, a so therefore, he says, you don't call it a midah, you call it rotzen. Like a rotzen atzmi. The fact that it manifests in a, in a love, that a, ch- a parent loves a child, that's because the rotzen is informing the chesed to love the child. But the connection that they have is a rotzen atzmi. That's what he calls it. Now, based on that, you could say that really when Chesedis talks about midahs, bechlal, I'm not talking about Pedic Tess and Tanya, because there he clearly says it's impulsive. But bechlal, because Chesedis is demanding in Avedis Adam, that a person's seichel should give birth to, his boninus in Alekur should give birth to Midis, that we have Avas Hashem and Yiris Hashem. And in many ways, it really explains Tanya. Because if you read Tanya, this question is very bailed. And everybody asks it when they come to the second half, after you finish, after you start learning Pedic Zion. Till Pedic Zion, except in a few, a few uh, short references, the Altareb is talking about Mayach Shaltalev. The Mayach Shaltalev, the Nefesh Abamis, has its uh, Taivus and the Mayach Shaltalev. Then, Pedic Zayn and on, especially Yudches and Yudtes, the Alta Rebbe introduces Avamisha Teres, that Etzem every Nishaman, even Akal Shebekalim, is connected to the Ebishti. It's like a, almost a different, uh, taking a different track. Till now, he was not talking about the, even Again, he mentions it in Pedic Zayn, there are references to it, even in Pedic Bez, I think. But Bechlolos, the, there it's all about Aveda. That you have a Taka, a, a Nefesh Abamis, and you have Taivis and Midas. But then, you also have Meach. So exercise your Hizbonanus during davening, and hopefully it lasts afterwards, to control your Midas, to, to guide your Midas. Meach Shal Ta'alev. Then there's another thing, Ava Misuteris. So the, the question that's asked, how do they work together exactly? So the obvious answer Again, it's not a question like you can't answer it, but it's a needs explanation. Is there's two separate things. There's how we're wired, and wired every id. Eid nishtavil, nishtakenzain, abgirisim fanalakus. We're part of the Mayakha'av, like he says in Pedic Bez, Khalikalikam and Mal Mamish. 
That's not up to us. You know, that's, that's, it's, it's part of who we are. Just like the Ava Atmis of a father to a child, there's the Ava Atmis from the child to the father, to the parent. But Siddhis doesn't want that alone. Later, I think in Pedic Nun, not Pedic Nun, uh, in Pedic uh, Mem, Mem Dalit, I think, the Alter Rebbe says that the Ikid is it has to come through your Aveda. Because this is natural. That's not the, that, then it's not really yours. That the Ebishter gave a gift, a matona called Avamisoteris, that we all have a connection. If you want to really have a relationship with Ebishter, you need to have Mechan and Midas that works, and you're deliberately doing it. So that, that type of midah is a far more profound one. Because the first would be, you know, everybody's, it's like someone born into a family of wealth. So yeah, they're very wealthy, they could buy a lot of things, but it's not primis, it's a gift. So the Ava Mishateris is a matona, and it's a great matona, and it's mamshich, uh, it gives you a level of Ava that you can't reach through your own Aveda. But if we want primis and lasting, and the whole kavon is did that you as a human being and the world in general should be that could only come through the Meichen and Midas where your Moyach contemplates on Elokus and you awaken a Midah, a deliberate Midah, not just the Midah that you're naturally inside of you. Now obviously they both come together as the Alter Rebbe says there in Perik Memdalad, that you have, you have the best of both worlds. That once you do the Aveda and you also Megala the Atzmiz the Ka'ave, then you have both Milas. But the Aveda is critical, always. So the concept of Meichen and Midas is much more the idea that a Meich that actually gives birth to a Midah, not just the Midas Atzmim that I said before, the natural Midas that we have. So it's true, we do have two levels of Midas, you could say. One really that Rebbe Rashab calls Rotsen Atzmi. You know, the Midas we're wired with. And just like a person is wired to be a Baal Chesed, in a, they grow up in a family, and genetically... It's a, a family of chesed. There are families, the opposite, their, their nature is more gvuridik, more, I don't want to use the word stingy, but more betzimtzum, etc., etc. I'm not talking now mitzah I'm talking about mitzah tulda, mitzah birth. So there's that, and obviously we need a veda there to control it, and to tame it, and so on. And then there's the other thing, which is the main focus, is the halodas hamidis, that the mechen gives birth to midis. And in truth, I haven't seen this. I'm not sure for sure if this is correct. But we took an Atzillus now, just to bring it back to a discussion. There, but pastors, Meichen and Midas. So first of all, by the Ebershter, again, you don't talk about impulses and even wiring. The Ebershter is not wired. But clearly, the Meichen and Midas in Atzillus also, that says clearly that Chochem and Bina of Atzillus gives birth to Zoh and to the Midas of Atzillus. At the same time, you know, I haven't seen this anywhere. Maybe just talk... You would imagine that Atzillus also has a natural, Kavyochel, natural Meichen Amidis, like I just said about us. But that, that I'm not sure about. But uh, it, it makes sense that both things are there. There's, in other words, how Atzillus is, it's an Atzme, the Ebishter was Meitzel, uh, was nat, the, the Natsalim of Meichen Amidis. And then there's how Meich is Meil Amidis, or gives birth to it. Like I said before, the Tzamach Tzedek, that Hamshach of Emes and Chesed, or the Amshach of Elakus that's higher than the world's, Meichen, into Elakus Betecha element, which is Midas. Okay, so that's an overview. I hopefully did some justice to this concept of Meichen and Midas. By no means, again, is this exhaustive. There's a lot more to be said, but I think it's, I'm looking, focusing on the Mamutza and also the Avedis Hashem of it. Why isn't it gave to us to know there's Meichen and Midas? 
But now that we know the Ebershtah is Meichel Amidus, and we have that, see, it, it, it makes the, the interface, the Mamutza, the connection, and the fusion of Elikus and Elam is a lot deeper and more, more powerful and more uh, consistent. So um, that's why when we always talk, we always say that we have a relationship with Ebershtah, Api Meichel, you know, when Mashiach comes, it says, Kulim Yedu Eisi, Molar is Deus Hashem, there's also Yediyah, but it also talks about Vahafti. It talks about Vinasati Lechem Lev Shal Basar, that there'll be a Lev, there'll be emotions, in other words, a full relationship, just that as a human level, with Ebershtah is both Meichen and Midas, and each one has a Mile that brings something the other one doesn't bring. Meichen brings that higher perspective, the Emes. Midas brings the personal intimacy and the personal connection, and they both need to feed off each other. Okay. We shall stop here. And next week, hopefully, I'll start with uh, Chesed. Good. A good day, everyone.